Welcome to the Gin Ignite podcast. Whether you want to party or stay in, gin will ignite. This is the weekly show coming to you on a Friday, ready for the weekend, where we go through all things gin. If you want to find more out more information, catch me on Instagram at Gin Ignite or alternatively go to the website www.ginignite.com. Welcome to the show and let's get on with it. Hello and welcome to episode 15. Once upon a time, there was a podcast called the Gin Ignite Podcast. Now, that's not really what I mean by storytelling, but that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. So we're going to be looking at your pictures, your posts, what you say in your posts, how you say them, because it's all about storytelling. But before I get into that, I want to talk to you about Small Gin September, which is the brainchild of Vanessa at NessieJ91 on Instagram, who not only is a fantastic mixologist, among other things, but see episode eight of the podcast if you want to know more. She is inspirational. So please get behind her and support this event. The first one has been happening this week and will have ended by the time this podcast goes out. And that's been with Anfield Gin. Check her feed out on Monday, so at Nessie J91, and she'll be announcing the next distillery. It's a month-long event dedicated to smaller distilleries and gin brands. And each week, the distillery will post events or trivia or something else from Tuesday to Thursday. There will be three chances to win in the week. Engaging with the brands and the community and to get to know the people behind the gins. It's all about bringing fun and positivity to the community. So please, please support it. Very recently, I joined the Craft Gin Club and I was very surprised to see a bottle on there that I knew and I recognised. And the reason I knew it is because it was Tristan Jorgensen from Massingburn Monday, who, as you know, I chatted to on episode 12. And he's not only has he got a gin in there, but it's the new discovery gin, the Marie Jeanne gin. I will leave a link in the show notes for you to have a look at that, but it's well worth having a look at. And congratulations again, Tristan, for, for getting that in there. So I've been lucky enough this week to join the Wizard Gin Network, WGN, and to be able to have a direct access to Merlin, the Wizard of Orderly Edge. Now, thank you very much to Mike and Claire from the Edge Gin for sorting that out for me. And this week, the Wizard and I created Merlin's Magic, and it seemed only fitting that this week's weekly gin recommendation was the Edge L'Orange Gin. And I've got to be honest, I tend to avoid gins of this nature. The nose is really interesting. It definitely has citrus notes, and there's definitely a subtle orange aroma. And normally, I'd expect the flavour to strike you first and then get sweeter. But that's just not the case with this gin. On Tasting Neat, you get a super smooth London Dry with a seamless orange taste throughout the flavour profile with a slight elevation of heat at the end. Now, for testing purposes, I added my normal Fever Tree Mediterranean Tonic. It was not overpowered at all. It's just so unusual for a gin of this nature. So I've got to be honest, it's the first time I think I've said this. It's 
could be an accompaniment to any tonic pretty much. Now, as you know, I always assess how smooth the gin is to work out whether I could use it as a dry martini because, you know, dry martini is a favourite of mine. And the answer is absolutely yes. Although I think I'd have to call it the orderly orange teeny, but the wizard and I will probably be arguing about that during the week. I have to say the Edge L'Orange is a mixologist wizard toolkit. It's so versatile and I think it would be a great addition for lots and lots of cocktails. So congratulations to The Edge for getting this week's recommendation. So back in, must have been March or April time, a man from Littlehampton started a gin Instagram account called Gin Ignite. And for the first few months, he kind of left it there. All it had was something in his profile that said, whether you're partying or staying in, gin will ignite. And that's all it said. And gradually he got quite a few followers and he hadn't even posted at all. And then he started to post and he got quite a bit of feedback, which was really nice and he was really pleased with and couldn't quite believe. And gradually he grew and grew and grew. And then he started a podcast. Now I could say... It wasn't until June 2020 that I started the podcast. Then I did this, then I did this, then I did this. Which would you prefer, the story or the bullet points? I've got to be honest, I think I'd prefer the story. Better than a story, often I think, is a picture. If you really think about what you want your picture to say in every post, what's the story behind it? I really do believe that a picture speaks a thousand words. Now, it's all very well for me to, to say, oh, this is what I think. But let me pick out some examples. So the first example, I am going to go to the Edge Gin because I, I really like the way they put together their brand. And it makes it very, very easy for other people to kind of interact with their brand because you've got three fantastic gins you know you've got their London Dry you've got L'Orange and you've got Pear but in addition to that you've got the Wizard of Audley Edge you've got magic you've got the way they put together their imagery which has got the wizard in and has got sort of a magic-y kind of connotations so if you put a post together like I have this week about me and the wizard it's so easy to, to, to talk about it. The sort of story kind of writes itself. They've crafted such a clever imagery and such a clever brand that actually it just it's just a gift to other, other people to, to kind of interact with them. If you look at Vanessa, so at NessieJ91, her posts are, are, are very different. There's no magic involved. I mean, when I had her on the podcast... We, because of the way I thought about mixology as being sort of magic sort of potions that you sort of put together, some of the imagery was around that and it, that kind of really, really worked. But when she puts her posts together, they're really, really investigated. So she looks not only at the gin, but she looks at where it comes from. She looks at the botanicals that it's got in it. She looks at how she could pair those botanicals with some other items to go in the cocktail and then she writes all about that 
And then she always posts with a photo generally, although I have looked at her feed today and this is not always the case, but in the vast majority of cases outside and that's her thing. But it's all telling a story. Somebody different. If we, if we look at Kerry from at glass of gin packet of underscore packet of seeds, she's kind of brings her love of gardening and gin together. And you can really see that with the way she matches kind of the flowers to a cocktail so some of her cocktails have just been tremendous and they've just been lifted by the sort of flowers that she puts in but she's also fairly versatile because when she was assessing for example the edge pear gin she just had some pears there she's also enhanced her story if you like by doing a few lives as well so kind of given her story a bit of a voice as well also if you look at somebody like at jamie underscore and underscore gin she is amazing with her colour combinations and presentations. She All, all her posts have complementary colours. They all go together. They've all got really good lighting. They've all got the right amount of props. They've all got really sort of comprehensive tasting notes. So they're completely different, for example, from the way Vanessa writes. But it's all telling a story in her kind of unique way. And then let's have a look at Anfield Gin. We didn't really know a lot about Anfield Gin, but now we know that Anfield Gin is really a story of a father and daughter. And this week on Monday, we were given some extra facts. So we now know that it's Mark and Chelsea. We know that they're football fans. We know that there are five botanicals in Anfield Gin. We know that they both have tattoos. Chelsea has 11 and Mark has loads more. We know Mark does a bit of motocross. We know Mark's favourite number is 10. All those kind of things help the story and help mould the story around your brand. And if you're there thinking, well, you know, I've only got an Instagram account, which I post to for fun. Yeah, absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with that. But this might help you just enhance it that little bit further. And that's what I'm really trying to help with. You know, chatting with Andy last week, for example, from at Geordie's Love Gin. She said that this is precisely what people are really looking for. And she loved the post from Anfield Gin where they talked a bit more about the people behind the brand. And I'm just going to look at one final brand because, I, I, I you know, you know that I, I, I do love them to bits and that's Pitwheel Distillery and they've got completely a completely different style. Their style is, for the brand anyway, is much more about the sort of heritage of where they're from, which is why the sort of Pitwheel comes into it. They're looking at the mining, sort of the hard work. They looked at the Wingate Monument, which kind of gave them their clue for the the pit wheel that, that, that sort of forms the part of their logo. But they've also kind of got a sort of jokey side. So they've put out a few jokey posts, which is how I originally got to know them and how I originally interacted with them. But they've also put off some posts and some stories about behind the scenes. And they also interact a lot with their, with their audience, which I think, again, helps build the story. So I'm now going to hand it back over to you. How are you going to tell your story? How are you going to keep things consistent? For example, I've been trying to keep things consistent by looking at the grid on Instagram. 
and working out what colors and what shapes should I be using to make my post fairly consistent. And I've now come up with a, like a pink block with www.ginignite.com on it and then another picture. And then very recently, I've sort of added a bit of sort of a dark, shocking pink in, which is part of my colors anyway, but it goes over the top. So if the picture's too small, effectively, you'll just see that dark pink on it. And it's really effective and it's really sort of made my feed kind of stand out telling a story. Think about, for example, on your feed, do you want to apply filters to make everything a bit more kind of standard, give your your pictures a bit of a, a sort of look and feel that's very, very standard. Think about the sort of lighting for your posts, colors, props. Think about how you write your posts. You know, do you want to do it in a kind of very creative way like Merlin and magic? Do you want to do it in a very sort of factual way with sort of tasting notes and that kind of thing? There's nothing wrong with either way of doing it. It's just a different style. All I'm trying to help you with is to try and stand out and be unique and be able to tell your story. I hope that's really helped. And I hope that it was a useful exercise. I forgot to mention last week that Mermaid Gin has brought out a range of organic clothing produced by T-Mill. And just a bit of inside information, Gin Ignite is also bringing out a clothing range, also made by T-Mill. So that's coming very, very soon. But... You didn't hear it from me. I've also been really enjoying this week some posts from this Still Gardens distillery. They they just have a montage of like crazy footage that they've been putting out. And I would love to get them on the podcast just to explain what an experimental distillery does. So if you want to come on the podcast, I will be giving you all the information to get in touch a bit later on. Also, I wanted to talk about the Gower Gin Company. Now, they are very, very close to my heart because I was born in the Gower or in Swansea and I was brought up there for the first four years of my life. So I feel very, very strongly about that area. And I think they are amazing. And, and particularly this week, they are kind of my number one for innovation as they started flat packing their gin. So if you remember from when you were a kid and you used to have those sort of foil packs with um, a straw and a drink in it, that's exactly what it's like. I'm, I'm not suggesting that maybe you should stick a straw in and, and, and drink it that way. I think it, it's, it's an amazing innovation because obviously it's much easier to sort of transport through the postal system. You get four five centilitre bags and better than all of that, they're recyclable. And even better than that is the price. They're four major gins that they sell Unfortunately, not the Dragon Strength Gin, which I was a bit disappointed about, but you can't have everything for £14.95. Yes, that's right, folks. £14.95. So not only is it amazing, it's amazing value. They are also looking for slow pickers. And if you're interested and you're in the local area, then please go to their Facebook page for more information. Abba Falls announced recently that they can now deliver nationwide. They were only previously able to deliver to the local area. So I'm really, really pleased about that. Love my Abba Falls gin. As you know, it was a weekly recommendation a few weeks back. And finally, the Sunrise Nursery has produced a fantastic doormat. The first sentence says, knock, knock, it's gin o'clock. But the second sentence just absolutely cracked me up. It says, please hide all the parcels from my husband, which I thought was absolutely brilliant. 
My Instagram shout out this week is Nettie from mothers underscore ruined underscore gin. I really love the presentations of your posts, particularly the one on honeybee gin and the sort of yellow flower. Again, thinking about storytelling, all yellow together. Plus, you paired it with Mediterranean tonic, person after my own heart, and it would be totally my perfect serve too. I love the elderflower and lavender collagen and the fact that the post was completely purple. Again, telling a story just with the picture. And I liked your entry into the Gaojin company competition, hashtag Gaojin presents with the Gao Almighty. I thought it was really, really inspired. I know you've done sort of a few competitions and I, I, I know the collagen one is definitely working because I've been tagged once or twice. Keep up the good work and I look forward to your next post. I would love to hear from you if you want to get in touch at Gin Ignite on Instagram or Twitter. You can discuss with me anything on there, collaborations, whether you want to be on the podcast, podcast ideas. If, however, you want to get in touch via email, then for any general information, if you go to gin.gossip at ginignite.com, or if you've got any ideas for the podcast, podcast.ideas at ginignite.com. The thing that I like about the gin community that I've met so far is no one judges anyone for what they believe, what they look like, or who they choose to be. The world would be a better place if everyone took that view. Grab your drink, toast those you love, enjoy your weekend, and whether you decide to party or stay in, I will be with you in spirit. Seriously though, enjoy your weekend, and I look forward to joining you for another episode next Friday. Cheers! <laughs>